we're live. Yeah, come on, Paolo. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I don't know why he just said that, but um, thank you for tuning in. This is going to be a little preview for the song of the session. We already mentioned it in the episode. I just want to give, you know, like the complete synopsis. So the song of the session is Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman. The lines picked. Yeah, Paulo, I know. The lines picked out are I'm Every Woman. It's all in me. I do it naturally. Period. And then I picked out the, you know, the part in the chorus where she was like, I thought, wait, your thoughts, I could read them. Hold up. I'm not looking at them. My apologies. It was a a long day. But that does not take away from the great content that our special guest gave. Like, listen. Like, if you have a notebook, if you journal, if you, you know, just take mental notes, tune in. You need to listen because this is a real boss lady that I got to sit in front of. She gave her, you know, she did what she was supposed to do. She understood the assignment. So, yeah. Y'all tune in. Apollo. Yeah, life is real, y'all. I appreciate everybody for listening. And thank you so much to Miss Ruiz. Welcome back to another episode of Uniquely Unconventional. This is your host, Big Low. Today we're here with real estate developer, also CEO and president of Dutch House Properties, Maureen Ruiz. Okay, and thank you for joining the session. I was telling how I guess I laid my eyes on you first at um, it was the Women's of Women of Wealth Award ceremony. Yes, ma'am, in Augusta, Georgia. So give our audience a little background on, on you, where you come from, and what you do in the community. Okay, um, so. I was born in South America, Suriname, which is, um, most people don't know where it's at, I never even heard of it, which is in South America. It's right above Brazil. Then you have Guyana and French Guyana. And then we have the Atlantic Ocean. So we're kind of like uh, right in the middle of that. Um, and Suriname, it's, it's about the size of Georgia, almost the same identical shape. We have less than uh, um, 500,000 people who live there. We have a lot of the um, the uh, indigenous people there. We have we are descendants of the slaves that came from Ghana, South Africa, and then we were um, um, a colony of the Dutch. So we speak Dutch because of you know they were our uh, we were we we were not emancipated at the time, so we adopted the Dutch language. But also people who lived there, they came from all over the world. When slavery ended, they came from Indonesia, from China, you name it, Germany. So they did not know how to communicate different languages. So they kind of made their made up their own language, which is called Surinamese. And it's it's if you speak Surinamese, you could hear some English in there as well. So it's a mix of all those languages. And that's mostly what's spoken there uh, among most of those um 
the different cultures where they also speak their own native languages, you know, especially to their kids. So most people who live there in Suriname have, are multi multilingual. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I know, and like here, you don't really, I know, I don't really know a lot of folks with multiple languages under their belt. So that's something that's taught in the household there. Correct. Okay. But other anything else is is taught at home. I did want to talk about maybe some of the spiritual influences. So like you touched on a lot of different cultures. Are mm -hmm. you into spiritually? So um, back home we have just like here, Muslim, uh, Hindi, Hinduism. Um, do they have their own cultures as well? Mm -hmm. But I grew up being a Catholic. So, but of course, as you get older, you know, you realize that it's not really where it's all what it's all about. Not knocking any religion right. because I'm not a religious person. Right. I am, I have a relationship with God. Right. That's kind of what we touched on. Was it last episode? Yeah. No, yeah, with Tommy. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, spiritual warfare. So that's, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. That's just what we're talking mm -hmm. about. Um, so I know for me, I grew up in more of a Protestant, Christian home, just because, you know, down south is the they call it the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know, do you want to tell us more about, I guess, your experience first of when you first came, came to, to America. America and then when you came to Georgia and then talk mm -hmm. about the differences that you've seen personally? Okay, well, um, when I came to America, I was only 16 years old. So I lived uh, with an aunt, an aunt, quote unquote, an aunt, my mom's good friend. And I went to school there in New York. Uh, I actually went to beauty school uh, in Brooklyn. It was 550 Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, right above the post office. So I, I, I um, went to school there and I did cosmetology, which the course was only about six months. And But after that, because of the potential that the instructor saw in me, she kept me on as a um, as a staff. You know, you're not really supposed to hire any people uh, outside the school. But I was I stayed on there for about seven years, and I was I would because I was the main person. As we had the, the other students in school in class, I would go ahead and start working on the um, on the the clients because in New York they you you go to beauty school to have your hair done at a cheap rate because it's basically you know we we as students we practice on your hair. But I had already graduated, I had got my license, so I was a little bit more experienced, so I stayed on for about seven years and um, did that. And I realized when I came here, I didn't have, really have a church to go to in, America, in New York, um, but I, I, I was introduced to, um, they call it the Pentecostal, which, you know, the hand clapping and the tambourine, all of that. So I got saved, I might've been like 18, 19 years old, you know, so I did that. Um, I lived that type of culture, I mean, the religious, for several years until I really became a knowledge of the real truth. You know, how God really works in us. Right. And, um, you know, some of it is not genuine when you go to church on Sunday mornings anymore. Right. It's, it's just because if you read the Bible for yourself, you know that nobody through chairs up and down, nobody bumped into the walls. It was kind of, it was organized. You know, God doesn't, uh, uh, he doesn't 
have require what do you call it chaos in church right and now you have a lot of it going on you know people just dump up and down for no reason i'm like why you know god is a god of peace and order you know uh, so i've been to a lot of churches where the lady ran up against the wall the whole ceiling caved in mm. <laughs> yes it was crazy i mean that's all the church experiences i've been through it's always been like yeah scared me when i was a kid it's a learned behavior that's what i realized you know i'm like it's a learned behavior God doesn't do all of that. He doesn't need all that for you to, you know, jump up and down and you wake flying off the wall and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> they, they, are, they are trying to out church folks. That's what I say. Correct, correct. Yeah, but I lived in New York um, for about almost 10, almost 12 years, close to 12 years. And then I met my husband and then we got married and we moved to Augusta. Okay. Yeah. So you settled down in Augusta. Now, when you did that, did you have a different, well, obviously you had a different view of religion, but did you just, at that point, were you practicing just mm -hmm. through your personal relationship or did you have a home church here? I did, I um, um, I had maybe one or two people that I knew. So of course, you know, you go and visit many churches to see where you feel like, you know, that's gonna be the right one for you. So we did find um, a church, but, and we stayed there. Of course, you know, hey, all of us, we call it church hopping. So we did church hop, you know, but not every single Sunday, but we did, you know, you stay for a couple of years, then it doesn't work out. Then you, you, you outgrow the church, you know, right. then you go to the next one, next level up, then you go up and then you realize that that's about it until you realize where God is, you know, really, really, the, the really um, spiritual and meaning of, of, of Christ, right. you know. And I did want to go into your... Augustian experience. Now, mm -hmm. you're Augustian now. Yes. So, what have you been doing in the community lately or in the past? Let's just talk about it all. Okay, so when I, I might as well go back, tell you my whole life story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I moved to Augusta and um, I, um, my daughter was born here. My oldest daughter was born in 1994. And, um, you know, nothing. It was nothing like we had no we had like a regular phone you know the wall phone not even cordless yet <laughs> until a couple of years later but I, I really didn't know anyone and coming from new york it's like night and day you know new york is the city that never sleeps augusta the city that always sleeps <laughs> so you know i would get up my husband and i would like what we're we gonna do today you know we go to we want to go to the mall the mall doesn't open up until 12. So we thought, what? Maybe they didn't even open up. So we drove here. Everything was closed. I'm like, oh, boring. So, you know, I got used to the boring stuff. But Augusta's come a long way. You know, um, now I call it home. But it was it was kind of an eye-opener living in New York City where you could go just go downstairs and you have restaurants left and right and all this other stuff that, you know, are accessible to you and things like that. Um, but it's a, it was a culture shock. But now... It's, I love it because I don't have to worry about where I'm going to park. You know, New York City had to drive around the block just to wait somebody pull out for you to park something over there, you know. But it's, um, I like Augusta now. My kids, you know, they're looking for things to do because they're younger. But I was already older right. when I moved here, so I'm, I'm good. And I know across the bridge, that's where I spend most of my time. That's like a retirement city, North Augusta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand. Once I started traveling myself, I was like, wow, 
we really don't have anything to do at home. Like, well, 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 that is true. But now, you know, Augusta had different uh, organizations who are trying to bring things to the city, like concerts and events that you can do, or even um, for the small kids. You know, what they have here, you have the um, Urban Air. What's the other place? Yeah, it's, it's huge inside. And what's the other place on Rice? Stars and Strikes. You know, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's the one um, that Alexa was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. so I know they're having a Master's Week promotion. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about yeah. your experience as a Master's. It was not much at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big thing to get in the gate. So, cause I, so my brother, he works in Las Vegas. He's a casino. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he got me, my mom, and my cousin a little gig dropping off chairs for everybody. Right. It's like, hey, we're flying in. We want to make sure we got our spot mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. So um, making it in the gate. That's that's what I do. Yeah, so of course I have a, a friend who offered me, um, she called me up. She said, um, are you dressed? Ready to go, go leave the house? I said, yeah. She said, um, you want to go to the to the master's? I said, I'm on my way. Meet me at my house in 10 minutes. I'm like, you know, chance of a lifetime. So we get there, we park, by the time we walk, you know, there, we had like 15 minutes left before they closed the gate. Um, so it was not like a massive experience, right, but it was right. nice. We took a picture out there, you know, mm -hmm. before the cops kicked us out. Yes, <laughs> you had your massive Exactly. And nobody could Absolutely. I didn't even know it was like that. I didn't know you couldn't get the gate. No, because you see, once they, the gate, the games are done, you have an hour to get to leave. They don't, you can't linger around. And they close the gate and get it ready for the next day. And it's, it's very well secure. You can't get in. We couldn't even sweet talk the, uh, the, the guys. No. Yeah, it's very, very, I mean, security is top of the line. But it was nice to go there because I had never been, you know, having lived in Augusta for so many years. It's something that I always wanted. So maybe this week I'll get another chance to go back in there. And of course, you can have no cameras. So I can right. take pictures on the inside, mm -hmm. just outside the gate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do want to speak on your professional touch that you're leaving on the city. You're a real estate mm -hmm. developer. Yes. You're doing huge things. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So I, when I um, got licensed as an agent a couple of years ago, I was working with some investors and they um, always ask, you know, can you find some property to flip, do this and the other? And I would always do what we call a due diligence. You know, you write your contract. They said we have 90 days to figure out whether this property is good before you before you actually pursue the purchase of it. So I was doing all the flag work for them. So I'm like, wait a minute. So I've learned. I've listened and I learned. And uh, I'm like, wait a minute. If they're doing that, if I'm doing that for them, I will do it for myself. So I decided to go ahead and just open up my own company, which is Dutch House Properties. And I started that about two years ago. And I started looking into working with the city of Augusta. And I um, had, a, had a, a phone, not a phone, a Zoom um, call with them. And they were telling me, well, you need, do you have this? Do you have that kind of experience? Do you have this? You got to do this, you got to do that. So when I hung up, I'm like, forget it. I have none of that stuff, but I never gave up. I put it on my vision board and um, I, I kept at it. I kept at it. In the meantime, I had clients 
who uh, were benefiting from the programs that the city has offered, like the down payment assistance program. So I had a few clients go through the, the program. So I got to know some of the, the, the back, the people who, who worked there, you know. So when I was ready, I said, well, you know, I, I made another phone call again and they invited us again to do a um, another Zoom. But this time I was ready. Right. I had all my ducks in, well, not all my ducks. I had a lot of my ducks in row. And then they said that, um, okay, now you're ready to talk to the big boss. You know, uh, we, I had the experience, I had the portfolio to show them what I have done since I did my original interview. And then, so it was one, two, and then the, the third interview, when I spoke with um, the director of housing and community development and, um, and also his um, deputy director and the, the, the man, development manager, Shannon Cocker, so I will say, he said, she's a go. So um, that was last uh, August. It was last August. So here I am. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Building my first home down, downtown Augusta. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yep. And I've since then uh, bought some properties as well to go ahead and do, do construction on that as well downtown. I don't think it's such a nice place, you know. Um, if you go down Broad Street, everybody works there and then plays there, you know. So why not want to live there? So that's what we're working toward, making the people want to live downtown as well. So what made you uh, get into real estate? I, I okay. So when I first came to Augusta, I uh, I wasn't working because I had left my job in New York, came here, and then I said, well, I need to do something because I have small kids. So that's when I said, let me go ahead and get my license, but. People think that real estate is, is, is just you go in and sell a house and do this and the other and make money. No, you got to pay your monthly dues. You got to pay this. You got to pay that. It's expensive. I mean, they tell you if you don't have money, it's safe for at least six months. You're not going to make it in real estate unless you have another job, you know, but then again, you don't have the time if you have another job, which happened to me. I was I was a, um, a part-time agent because I had a full-time job to pay the bills. So I couldn't fully dedicate my time to the real estate business until I said, well, that's it. I'm going cold turkey, you know, um, but I had prepared financially for that and stuff. But it's um, real estate is nice. It's, it's, it gives you freedom also. But still, you have to be disciplined because, you know, just like it's like it's a business. You know, you don't run your business right. You're not going to be successful. So that's what it was. And of course, I had um, in my home office, I have a vision board with my projects on there. And I have my affirmations. And that's what I learned when I left the church, the traditional church, because they don't, they, to me, oh my God, I hope I didn't get in trouble saying this. No, of course not. I don't mind, so. <laughs> but I said I graduated kindergarten a long time ago. So if I'm going to church, I, I don't want to hear milk stuff. I want to hear the real thing. Yeah, right. You know, I cannot be drinking milk forever and ever. I want to, so I, I, discovered my own spirituality by going to YouTube. I listened to Reverend Ike. And when I lived in New York, he was taboo because he was above his time. You know, right. you talk about the law of attraction and visualization. And that's what we're doing everybody that you talk to. All these guys, the gurus, one passed away, Bob um, Proctor. And he got his stuff from Reverend Ike because it's, it's biblical. So I started to say, well, uh, right now, my affirmation is, I don't chase, I attract. What belongs to me will find me or come to me. So I have my money mantras. I'm serious. And I'm telling you, it's happening. 
you know. So I, I feel that, um, listen, if you want to go to church, whatever it is, I, I'm doing me. I know what's right for me. I know who God is for myself, you know. And I, 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 um, I don't have to talk to him kneeling down. Or I, I, I communicate with him all the time. And then you have to become so sensitive to his, his, to the Holy Spirit. You know, he tells you what to do. You know, so I visualize and. Okay, and I do want to get your take on what's the main differences between being a real estate agent versus a real estate developer. It's a big difference. So as an agent, real estate agent, which is a traditional real estate agent, you know, you work for a broker and you talk to your clients um, or your customers, you buy, you, you can list the home, you sell the home and you can help them buy your home. You know, and then of course, in between, we, we talk about from contract to close, we help our clients through all the legal stuff, you know, when it comes to the contract, we basically hold your hand until the day you close, you get the keys in your hand. And of course we nurture you afterwards as well. So whether it's on the buying side or on the selling side, you know, and so that's a real estate agent. Then you have a real estate developer. So a real estate developer, it's a person who will build homes. You know, you develop, you have, for instance, a subdivision is coming up. The developer will look at the property and have a vision for it. So you plan, okay, I want to do X, Y, Z, so many houses here. I want to do that here. So you actually plan how this development is, what it's going to look like. And a developer does not necessarily, is not necessarily an architect. So I'm a developer. So I have some property. I said, okay, well, I need a road here. We need to put roads here. We want to put houses there. So we have the vision for it. And of course, you know, then the funding comes with the developer because this, that's the person who's going to basically help fund the project. You also have people who will invest in uh, the project I'm working on now. I have people who will um, do like a co-development or a JV deal. So they basically just come in and invest the money. Everybody does that. All these buildings going up, multiple people come in, put their money together to make this happen. But a developer is mostly the main person who had the vision for it. And then you, you know, you know who to you put people in place, develop, I mean architect, surveyors, the bank is a big part of that. And uh builders, then you have your contractors, subcontractors. So it's basically the overseer. And then you put people in place to make it happen. Okay. How much does all that cost on average? Millions. Yeah, yeah, I was mad. <laughs> yes. Depend on what it is. I mean, but if you're looking at a subdivision, it's not like, you know, you talk about millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive, um, you know, but it's, it's so worth, worth it, you know. When I started working with the city of Augusta, I, after the fact, I was told that I was the first um, female developer and the first black female developer to work with the, with the city of Augusta. So I feel that I'm hoping that I have opened every door for every woman that you can do it. You know, it's not about um, your race, you know, anything like that. If you put your mind to it, you can do it, you know. And the reason why I love the song Whitney Houston, I Am Every Woman, because we are, I am every woman and we are all one. You know, it's we should always be um, there to support each other. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes if I, if I see another lady, you know, doing great, that's part of I am everyone because we all kind of complement each other, you know, no matter what it is, whether you do blogging, real estate, an author, you name it. It's it's all we are all all one. That's why I love um, 
the month of March, which was uh, Women in History Month. So we, we highlighted a lot of women throughout that month because we are one, we are every woman. Everybody can talk about, hmm, let me see. I'm trying to get my words. Everything that God has made is a law. Right. Law of, of cause and effect, law of polarity, law of attraction. All of it is a law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. You know? And then I was going to talk about universal languages. So mm -hmm. like numbers mm -hmm. are universal. Um, sign language is universal. Mm -hmm. I also think music is universal. So when it comes to music, I don't listen to music because I don't want to repeat negative stuff in, into my spirit. So I don't listen. I, I You could tell me, I have Sydney with the music, but I don't listen to a lot of music, not even church music, because especially the church music, it's talking about problems and magnifying your problem. And you keep right. repeating the problem in the song, thinking it's all that. So I don't even do all of that. I don't right. do gospel music. I don't do music, really. I mean, I listen to music, you know, but not where, because I've learned words have power. You keep listening to a stupid song, you're going to say, you're going to do stupid things. And you're going to say, you, you become that, what you keep speaking. Un unaware, so I don't listen to music because of those specific reasons. Okay, so what about like instrumentals? Or like oh, that's different. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. However, you still have to be careful with the meaning of the instrument. Uh -huh. it, it also means because you have to be careful what the purpose is. Why did the artist do certain things? What the what does the music make you feel like? Make you want to do? You gotta be very careful with that it's as well. It is. Yeah. When I was little, there we had the the LPs. So the guys, they would play the music, but they would spin it and, and play it backwards. So you listen to this rock and roll song, when you spin it backwards, it says, kill your mother, kill your mother, kill your mother, kill your mother. So he y'all sing the song, and the thing says, kill your mother, and this boy actually killed his mama. Because it was a spiritual message, a demonic message in the song. And a lot of people don't even believe in messages. They're like, well, this just happened because it happened. Nothing happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. By me seeing, I, I see a lot of um, 222s, 444, 1111. Um, yeah, I see all of that because now I'm aware. I, I'm aware of all my spiritual surroundings. That's how you are. You're the same way. She yeah. She said the one, two, like it's like 123. She's like one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get into it. It's so energy. I, I could pick up my phone sometimes and like, boop, there's a the message. There it is. I mean, the, the, the clock will say it, you know? And I just, that's something I just got to ask you. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, that's why I make podcasts really, mm -hmm. to just try to branch out and see who is like-minded. Mm -hmm. Just starting, yep. we can reach out, help each other. That's, I'm trying to get my website up with the blog mm -hmm. and everything. So. Yeah, and that's why I can't, I can't relate to the, the pastor. I can't because um, it's all about them. Even, I looked up to T.D. Jakes and Clef Dollar, but I'm thinking even the local pastors, I'm like, why? Are we constantly giving money, but you're taking it to Africa? And then the people here in your own congregation don't have no food, they have no place to live. But you're taking all of that day. to Africa? Come on now. I was just saying that the other day. Yeah, you were. I don't mm -hmm. know. I grew up, because, you know, when I got out of the hospital, they took me straight to church. Like, they are, they're on different, right? But we have a family congregation, so. It's usually family up and family, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of church family that I recognize closer mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. my love language, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure mm -hmm. how, we, how to say it, but um, yeah, that's what, that's what we were talking about earlier. 
I'm gonna finish it up by saying that. Okay. And I did just want to say thank you again for allowing us to come. Oh yeah, to absolutely. You know, making a welcoming environment and then letting us see a little bit of your feng sway. I'm trying to build. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't decorate this. <laughs> I adopted it. But less is more. Less is more. Mm -hmm. I, in my in my bedroom, it's like a peaceful room. All my colors are neutrals because you need that calmness when you sleep in that. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have to have peace. She definitely brought the vibes. Oh, thank you. Brought the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Got a vibe. Do, 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 do. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's what oh, we're going to put in the show notes. Yeah. But she talk about, you know, other kind of vibes. Yeah, other vibes, but mm -hmm. I mean, hey. <laughs> well, I'm not a girl's phone. I can't. Nope. Can I sign off, Big Love? Well, I think it's been a pleasure. I've learned a lot. Oh, good. I, I never knew the difference between, like, I just thought real estate was just aging. I never knew the difference. So mm -hmm. it's been very informative. Okay. Yeah, all the moments everywhere. Yeah. And did you want to? Anything special? Doing shout outs to shout out to my daughters Anaya and Dania Ruiz, my friends out there. I don't want to call too many names because like, oh, you forgot about me. Right. <laughs> I have four grandbabies. You know, um, that's it. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, and we're live from my event. I had it for my grandmother's birthday. Um, Big Low is in the building as well. Say hey, Big Low. Okay, so what did we do today? What was today? Why was it a big day? Stop, hold, hold, the, hold, hold the ball. And it was my grandmother's birthday. Right. So what, what all did we accomplish today? Walk and talk, walk and talk. We're about to go talk to people. This is, this is how you branch out and you just walk with me. I mean, yeah, hold up. I'm recording. Can I keep recording? I can keep recording. It was just good stuff. I wanted to get this. They think it was a snake. Snakes in there, but it's just red. Anyway, you got fireworks. It's been irking me that, that I hate twisting my hair like over and over and over. But see, that's why my shit never see me. I'm gonna give it straight to my mom. Like, like lately, I've just been twisting it together, and I don't even know why. I'm gonna show y'all something. I don't even know why I've been twisting it together. Yeah, when y'all close your eyes and look at the sun, but close your eyes like when it's red, you can see you got down like your eyelids and shit, but you see little black dots coming out of nowhere, bro. That's that's information. Passing down from the sun to us, bro. It's, it comes to us naturally. We don't have to ask nobody. We don't have to look. All we gotta do is meditate and ask ourselves. We know everything. They want us to think we don't know nothing. We know everything. Bro, we know everything. We know everything, bro. I say, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm 
That's how you Yeah, that's how you make your skin. And they can't clone them. That's what they've been trying to do for years. They want their own black people, bro. And they can't do that, bro. Like, what, the uh, six protons, the six neutrons, and the goddamn six electrons. That's the carbon copy of our body. We really carbon like We really not even melanin. We really carbon. You know what I'm saying? Melanin is just a word so everybody can understand. You know what I'm saying? But where does melanin come from, though? Where does melanin come from? The only thing on this, the only thing out here that got melanin is the sun, which tells you we are sun children. We come from the sun. That's neuromelanin. Neuromelanin is black. You know what, pheomelanin? Uh, that comes from animals, monkeys and dogs. That's why when they come out in the sun, they get a little red ass, they skin get red, and they get just like white people. They get like just like white people because they got 223 animal genes. Now, I don't have nothing against them. I got a white great grandma. You know what I'm saying? I hate it, but I ain't hate her. I love her. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, they don't hate us about no penis size, but that's false, bro. It's about genetics, but they can't walk up. See how we out here talking? They can't do that. Oh, when you leave here, look at every look at every every other race person. I bet they got on shades. I bet they got when you when you leave out here, look at them. I bet they got on shades in the ball cap. That shit kill. fried them, bro. They can't. That shit fried them. Like, see how I'm like this? But I'm talking to you like this. But I can look at the sun with no problem, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't do that, bro. That shit hurts them, bro. Like, the way the shit feel on our skin, we don't get sunburn. They do, and the shit bubble up, bro. That's why they talking about. That's why they talking about coronavirus. It's not no virus, bro. It's oh, fucking honor. solar flares coming from the sun, bro. And it's this shit coming down here. Okay, I'm gonna put it like this. It's a mutating wavelength. It, it's going to change everything on the planet. So whatever most of your DNA is, you're going back to. You know what I'm saying? So if most of your DNA is different animals, you can't go back to all them animals. So what can you do? Lose your consciousness and go wild just like a fucking caveman. And they know that's coming. That's, bro, they going to try to shut this bitch down again. Why? But this time it ain't going to go because everybody... Enlightened. Everybody read. Everybody read. But, Everybody but read. you know why though? Because they 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 eating a certain way like it's a fad, bro. But it is really enlightening. And when we and when we you know eat like that, like, when we eat like everybody like wearing joints, everybody eating good. Yeah. Think about it. So everybody's not working. Everybody's saying I'm a real entrepreneur. They don't and I didn't even know it because I was working for somebody else. Yeah. But when they start I mean, eating I mean, right. I was going to start working at Bridgestone, but I told myself, like, no, man, no. Nah. I was going to go to Bridgestone, but I'm like, no, nah, bro. I'm going to keep cutting hair. I'm going to keep doing my thing, bro. Yeah. And that gives you your time to read. If you go to Bridgestone, you ain't going to have that 12 time hours. to read. And, I'll be with your, and that's another thing. They make you work 12 hours so you can't be home with your kids. You know who going to teach your kids? That phone and YouTube. And YouTube. Bro, they got these, bro, these cartoons telling kids to kill their parents, bro. And they selling them at Amazon. Oh, and then they promoting this gay agenda, bro. And it like, is, I want oh you to hear God. this. I want you to hear this because I want you to know the truth. This, like, this gay agenda shit that they got going, it's not, it's not, it's not what they telling you, bro. They want to make all the kids gay so we can stop reproducing. That's See, smart. okay, now, that's I can't, way, that's smart. this is my saying, though. I can't tell a black woman she can't be gay. You know why? Because for one, whether I'm younger than her or older than her, she is my mother, bro. She is my mother. Y'all are the mother, y'all are the mother of humanity. So for every one black man, it's 10 black women. So either some black women gonna be gay, or men gonna have, they gonna be married to multiple women. So that's for the women to choose, cause we ain't supposed to make that decision. They supposed to make that decision. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they got to breathe life into us. And if they ain't happy, they ain't breathing no positive light into us. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's why they made they, they made black women hate men being with more than one woman. But that's how you birth a nation. They, we been doing that. We were doing that ages ago. We been doing that. Niggas been had more. Y'all think niggas just cheating? Solomon no. had 725 They don't even. Solomon. In the Bible. They don't Solomon even know that. Had 700. Concubines. Concubines mean just he women. had women that was his girlfriends, yeah. but he wasn't having sex with them. 700 wives. But he had 700 wives. And that's in the Bible. They, but that's they the don't read you about Solomon. King Solomon, he they was the first Bill Gates. The real they, Bill bro, Gates. They don't, bro, they, bro, they, bro. They do this shit because niggas don't read, bro. And, and that shit. And he, uh, God, I really and, break down and cry about this kind of shit, but especially when I try to talk, it. Man, especially when I try to talk to my mom and them. Sing for me one crazy, time. Bro. What you doing up here? Y'all gonna die for diabetes. Or that vaccine one? And if y'all know anybody got the vaccine, who wish they didn't get it, bro, hit me up. When y'all get the chance, I swear to God, I got somebody who can help them detox this shit. They want you, bro. Niggas don't even. How you can be tossed You shit. 90 day fast, but shit. You, you gonna get right. For real? Yeah. You could, it, it, so some of them you could do them with her. Or some of them you could do them with fruit. That's how I lost all my weight. My son took it. You alright? What you doing up here today? Oh, at the. Um, at so the she don't want it no more? It's over with. Nothing. Yeah, tell my ass for. Uh, yeah, that's what they tell you, and they lying. What's up, fool? Good night. They they can't, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. The next time they try to shut this shit down, they gonna try to force this shit on us. The only reason they did that because America, the only country where their citizens got guns. No other country like that. No other country like that, bro. That's why everything has to happen it's here. Though. Though. Everything has to happen here, lad. Everything. Cause we don't, bro. They holding us. Like we, we don't even know that we. We don't even know that we enslaved because we're not going through physical slavery no more. We're going through mental slavery. We wake up to pay a light fucking bill, nigga. Uh, yeah. We pay for water on our planet. They not even from here. They not even from here. We pay them for our bills. That shit crazy, build, bro. They build all our yeah. shit, bro. Crazy, well, y'all making me, boy. You she making recorded. me that, boy. Y'all this shit. Know, this boy. Shit. I was so happy to see a nigga looking like you talking like that you ain't what they want. That ain't what they want. Uh, that ain't what they want. That's a, that's, that's that ain't wild. what they want. Can't touch the book by its cover, and that's why I won't you cut my shit. And misunderstood and blessed. Yeah, bro, I'm misunderstood. I look like a thug, bro, but I'm right. I'm like right. Coach, uh, I'm right. Well, to be honest, when you got dreads, it don't matter what you is. You know how they look at us, bro. Automatic. But I'm growing my shit back. And I'm, okay, and when I get my every shit time back, time I show up to me, because I had the fat wig. Need to cut your dreads. Fuck that. When I get my shit back, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be outside. I'm gonna be outside. Bro. I I've been wanting to whip my junk up. I gotta. Uh, I got my wig comb on my dog to chew my wig comb up. I they go and you, they don't want us to have dreads so bad because they know the energy. Bro, that what Jesus had. That's the energy. They, they they know the energy that come with that shit, man. That's why they scared of dreadheads. They know, bro. I even got my grandma's on my head. Bro. I color my hair like we ain't gonna color our hair. No, but they bro, they know the sun rays. Bro, they know the, bro. the contacts. Bro, Predator ain't just a movie. And they know that. We just don't know that. Bro, bro, Black Panther not the just movie. a movie. Okay. They got they to tell us that. the truth, we bro. Know. We don't buy nothing that they ain't true. They got to tell you the truth and the lie. You got to do your own homework to find to out what's true. Yeah. That's why I learned about the Bible. It's truth and it's lies in the Bible. It's yeah, truth lies. and lies in the Bible. Which one you going to listen to? Niggas forgot how to critical think. Niggas can't think for themselves. Niggas... Like, bro, you can go talk to your people and she's still thanking for her from her great grandma. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's what they was taught. 
Fuck what you was taught, nigga. Like, bro, I'm, bro, I'm teaching my kids ahead. different. That's why we bump ahead with our mama now if they ain't on our entrepreneurship. And what it say in the end times? Mothers bump. going against uh, daughters. Uh, sons going against fathers. Straight up. That's what it say in the end times. But if your father bro. righteous, your son ain't going to go against because he going to be righteous. I'm, I, bro, I, got, I just took my son out of school about that vaccine shit. He five, bro. He cried to me all the time because he want friends. I keep telling him. Friends, friends overrated. Friends ain't what you think, son. I understand, like you five, and you don't, you don't understand where I'm coming from. But, but I'ma let you do your thing. But remember this, bro. Like, remember this, bro. Yeah. Friends ain't what you think it is, bro. If you got thirty niggas, two of them real, bro. The rest of them flaw, bro. Straight up, bro. That's a, bro, you can add my brother. I don't hang around no niggas no more. Bro, I got my own crib. Bro, I stay in a three-bedroom, bro. I just moved my little brother out of a hotel, bro. My little brother stay in the hotel. I, ain't gonna lie, nigga. I, just, I, I just bought a camper, nigga. Cause I'm trying to get out of deal. See, see this I'm shit. I'm getting out of deal. Yeah, I'm finna try to, bro. They finna RV. this economy. That's what I want, cuz. I want me an RV. That's what so I bought it for. Yeah, I sold a puppy and bought it for 2200 What? Facebook Marketplace, they all through there. What? Uh, uh, Facebook Marketplace, just type in campus. Oh, I'm They got you, different right. prices. Facebook yeah. Marketplace, they got everything. I got a three bedroom crib. I'm renting that bitch out. And, 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 you own it? Yeah. Oh, if you own it, you could. And, and I'm renting it out right now to yeah. somebody else. Yeah. But nigga, I'm dolo in that bit. Yeah. I don't go. I go wherever I want to go when I want to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's why I need an RV. Nigga, I'm being in Atlanta. Get that in big go. Yeah. So, but I want to be in Cali tomorrow. I want to be in Columbia. Yeah. I want to do it in North Augusta. But I don't want to be them. Bro, if niggas knew how important we was, bro, like, they fuck up our thought. Like, niggas don't even know that we could really, if we really, if you really want to teleport right now, nigga, if you was eating right, thinking right, doing everything right, bro, your mind, is, our mind is so strong, bro. Bro, I heard how you get to that teleporting shit is, is um, seaweed and sea moss. You got to just eat that shit all And meditate all a lot, bro. Long. You know, bro, I know, seaweed, bro, niggas can live it, bro. Seaweed, don't eat nothing else but seaweed if you can. That's how you going to be able to get what you talking about. You got to be 100% natural. You got to be with nature, bro. Like, you remember that shit Johnny was talking about when he was talking about the sun going to be... A, Eradicating everybody. He said that before coronavirus came out. Everybody thought he was tripping. And now all these niggas dying and they think it's a virus. No nigga, you unhealthy and you fucking disgusting. Like when I lost all my weight, ask her, I started looking at fat people different, bro. And I ain't got nothing against them, but I, I realize you don't love yourself and you let your spread. You like niggas don't even know what fat is. But don't you know that fat is only in your body blocking like you the fat is in your body along with mucus fighting off disease so how much ever fat you got is how much disease you got in your body boy how much is you motherfucking reading every day <sighs> nigga bro you 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 not understanding though like i've been knowing tell the nigga how long i've been knowing you bro like I've been knowing JC from lie, the, bro. the, the none of this, like. Bro, when I first that's why I, I tell shit, everybody, bro, like when I just seen somebody change, like really transformation. Yeah, like I don't, bro, you don't seen this shit. I just lost a hundred pounds in ten months, bro. A hundred fucking pounds, bro. No, like hundred pounds. You gotta bro. see it, bro. Do. Like tell him he gotta see that shit, that's bro. A lot of fucking weight. Yeah, see, bro. I used to box. A pound, a pound, a one pound of fat look like that big, bro. That big, and that shit heavy, bro. Bro, I know how big you was, bro. Like all that shit is. Is, is okay mucus when your nose running that means you fighting off a disease that yeah. you don't know about when you have signs when you anytime you got mucus your mucus is your defense All system right, you bro anytime right. you got a lot of mucus your body fighting off disease mucus is your friend 
They want you to think it's bad, yeah. but mucus is your defense system. Oh yeah, I know. It, like, okay. and then they try to give you oh, yeah, shit. This the land I got right here. Oh, they, like 17 acres. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've been Where trying to get that? down wide road. I just been broke, man. I've been trying to get a well in a fucking septic tank, man. I had a nigga. He died from COVID. The bitch went up. The price went up thirteen hundred more dollars. What to do the well and the septic tank? It was forty-five. Now it's uh, fifty-eight. That's just the well. Everybody buying land right now. Or uh, what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, they buying it. I got 40,000 seeds. All I need is water, nigga. You got 40,000 seeds? I got 14,000 herb seeds. You can ask, like, different herbs to heal people. And then the rest, I got, like, peppers and onions, cauliflower, broccoli, asparagus, all fruits and vegetables, bro. Bro, you think about it. I just it. need water. Bro, if you think about that shit, bro. Man, I'm, I'm really, yeah, yeah. I'm really trying to make, I'm going to be honest with you. I, oh, wanna, I really want to make a I'm safe haven, bro. I really want. I really want to do it. I really want to do that. I'm it's on just that church shit. Money. We can have a. And I if you think about it, if it's a church, kind of like a church, whatever. Well, this ain't a church now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you offer baseball, basketball, football, all that shit. And yeah. don't never close. Whatever we offer, I want to offer anything that's gonna make people stay. But what I'm offering myself is awareness. People. Like See, I can tell people, people this. People don't want I tell that's people this shit all day. With them, I talk to people about this kind of nobody shit. Nobody don't want to know what they doing bad. Bro. That's why they don't want to be aware. You know how hard I was no, on you. Niggas don't want to know the, the truth. About your I shot. Say the you remember truth. that? Remember the I used to hate the truth. No, so when me and her first met, it was through basketball. And I used to always be like, Taryn, you got to change that shot. Yeah. But me, myself, I hate criticism. That's how we That's our natural ability. Confidence. Ego. Ego is. See, I, we got to know how to separate the soul from the ego, bro. The ego is, oh, ain't nobody better than me. He can't do this better than me, this and that. The soul is, that shit don't matter. That's my brother. That's my sister. Yeah. We the same. Yeah, so that's that's when I tapped in. A person is just yeah. a percentage of the sun. If you if you my people, we both a percentage of the sun. You, you might be a girl. I might be a nigga. But really, we the same. We all a percentage of the sun. God is one, bro. And then they want, like, that's why I say, you God, we, we got a you a God, is he a God, I'm God, he a God, is she a God, is he a God, bro. But we all one. Like, we, when we die, we go back to the source. Until we ready to return down here again. But we don't return down here just to return down here. We turn down here. We return down here for war. But it's all about the family that you return to how they teach. Because the family that you're born in is not your family. You got to create your family. They want you to think the family you're born into is your family. That ain't your family. It's like a lion. It's like a lion. When they had their kids, their kids move on. He... Uh, this father lying, he might meet his kids two years, two years down the line, and now they got to fight for a wife. Like, don't you know, like, when a lion is in the wild, right, and he it's with his lion. pride, it's Roman lions that come around, like, not Roman, like, the place, but, like, Roman, like, they just walking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. When they come around, they got to fight the king for his wife. If he lose, if the king lose, they get to kill all his kids and get his wife pregnant all over and start their family all over. If he win... They got to leave, and he keep his family. But if he lose, they get, bruh, the lion has to leave. Watch them kill his kids, take his wife, and start over. So what they do with the lion? They're lost. He just, he, he become a Roman lion. See, that's really, that's really what Roman lions is, or got them lions that lost their pride. Like, yeah, because they lost the fight. So now they team up and go other places and try to take other people out, you know what I'm saying? Like... These animals, bruh, and we think we so much smarter than animals. Yeah. We think we so much smarter than animals, but we listen to people that's not, these niggas not even real people. Human is colored man. Mm -hmm. Mankind is kind of like a man. I don't know what it's called.
They mankind. Like, we human. My man. teacher taught everybody in school. It's a different, like, bro. They the bro. Boy, you sick. Bro. You hear me? Yeah. You sick with it. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing what you're doing every day and don't never stop. Yeah, and don't yeah. never let nobody ever tell you to stop. That's what I fucked. I let, I, I let motherfuckers make me think I was crazy and I left don't, that shit alone for about don't, two don't years. Do it. Don't do it. And I know more because I know. They, like you. they call Jesus a lunatic. Yeah. Straight up. I'm telling you, don't let them do it, man, because I'm a bum. They like bugs. Yeah. They were control light. And they did it for the same reason, because I, don't, I tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. They want to they put they fear in you. And then, like, if y'all ain't one, I was gonna give me it's, just, it's just the thing about slavery. And she pregnant. We I go through like, this oh, now. The shit that we're going through now is because we scared of death. We scared to die. During slavery, we weren't scared to die. We had to lock arms and fight together as brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? But now niggas scared to die. Oh, yeah. That's the whole thing. White people ain't even the only people. It's Asian, Asian. They Who around the world? Whites, Asian, mm-hmm. Arab, bro. The Asians done is worse than the white men. Niggas don't even know. Bro, okay. Uh, what's that girl? Madam. Oh, yeah. It ain't Madam CJ. It ain't her. It's whoever the, uh, the uh, lady is who started the birth control. First, she is two plus twin men. You know why she started birth control? The Lord of black race. Uh, yeah, the population control for the black people, bro. They trying to lower us, bro. Bro, birth control killing our women slowly, bro. They not, oh, bro, they not been there to reproduce, fucking up their organs and everything, bro. Like, for birth control, a woman not wanting a kid is the worst thing, is the worst decision ever. Worst That's what you here for, nigga. They don't even know, nigga. You here for war, nigga. Nigga, when your kid like born into this planet, you gotta teach these kids about the importance of family, bro. And these niggas don't you love they, bro. These, bro, you these niggas, bro. Uh, niggas, yeah, like I keep saying, yeah. niggas don't love niggas and black women don't love black women. We hate each other, bro, and that shit's sad. I love my black women. I'm saying as a whole, though, y'all. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, a whole, yeah. as a whole, we, as a whole. Good 20 minutes. Hello. But we different.